I'm Addy Thomas. I'm Ben Milton. We are Batty. We are one. Woo! How you doing, Ben? Happy New Year, buddy! Right? Happy New Year to you, too. Ah, oh, feels good to be out of 2021. What a, what a not great year. Right, but I want to be a little cautious about going into 2022 as well. Like, I mean, like, I definitely want to take advantage of the time that's given, you know, but, uh, like, let, let's not pretend that, like, everything's going to be magically better all of a sudden oh, no. in 2022. In fact, <laughs> let's in not take fact that I, I expect it to go, go to continue on this downhill course for a couple more years. I think we got a decent <laughs> slide going, and it's right. going to be hard to pull out of that momentum. Exactly, yeah. So not not in sort of a negative way, but more in a very stoic, like, hey, let's always realize, you know, we could have the complete collapse of the Roman Empire type situation here. <laughs> i mean we tried last january 6 right? right like we tried to like we tried to have that moment we, we were just hard. like we just couldn't we couldn't commit to it it yeah. was like ah, i don't know if i really want to go all the way through with this <laughs> <laughs> oh well maybe oh, this maybe next maybe election cycles the yeah. year yeah <laughs> oh man uh what, what have you been up to uh, just family stuff, man. I've just been like all last week. Uh, both kids were off school, so I and Jenny was working, so I was like, you know, just at home parenting and and playing with the kids and playing video games and watching TV, and that's about it. Like that, that's really it. And then on Saturday we went uh, to Pennsylvania and had Christmas a Christmas celebration and New Year's Eve celebration with my in laws um, with Jenny's family. And it was great. It was just a really nice time with nice. family and. Everybody was super cool, and the food was amazing, and we just had a great time. So, like, it, it, it's, you know, I it, as much as I just said, like, how awful 2021 was, like, I actually really kind of it's enjoyed 2021. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've been watching a lot, a lot of, of people Master. didn't love it. Oh, I've been plowing through it. I am obsessed with that show. Jenny's into it, too, just like me, but not quite as heavy into me. She likes to fall asleep to it. I like to watch it. Yeah. But it's, it's, um... Yeah, I, I don't know why. Like, like reality TV show really isn't my bag. There's something like about the... a competition show, though. Like, even even among reality shows. Like, I, I think when we think of reality shows, like, you kind of think of sort of the, the usual scummy ones. Like, like uh, keeping Big up with the Kardashians. Or... Right, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. The, you Jersey, know. the Jersey Shore idiots. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's the kind of, like, that kind of stuff is not our... Style, but like, there's something a little bit different about like the Amazing Race or the Great British Bake Off, or you know, like, and, like if there's something no. like that has a little bit more craft to it, I think there's there's a little bit that helps. Yeah, that like, definitely helps. But but, I've but, enjoyed, even, like, but I don't like it before. Uh, okay, yeah, but I don't like I don't like the drama of like the infighting and all that shit. Sure. Like, that that I don't like, and like every episode has that, and I'm just like, all right, I just want to see you guys like ink badass tattoos and and see who like who is the best artist. Like that's what yeah. I'm really like. That's does, the part that Master I really play get off the drama. On. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. About half the episode is drama. That's what I've heard from people who really love the Great British Bake Off, and I've not I've not gotten into it, but I've heard that like all of that is gone. There's none of that drama. It's just pure who's the best who's the best baker. Yeah, and even then like they're not they don't like totally like they don't do the Simon Cowell thing and totally dress down people either. Like Oh, that's my favorite part. (laughs) (laughs) I thought thought so, but yeah. Uh, that part I really like. I love when the judges just lay into them and just yeah. like tear them anew. Whatever, like you can't draw a straight line. You shouldn't even hold a tattoo pen. I'm just like, <laughs> oh my god. 
it's so bad. <laughs> yeah, but something's broken within you, clearly. Oh, definitely, yeah. definitely. But I, but at the same time, like, but like then, but then at the same time, like all of the drama, like the interpersonal drama of like backstabbing each other and trying to position yourself, you know, to play the, the quote unquote game uh, uh, within the game, mm-hmm. like that part, like I hate seeing that. Like I, uh, I get really squeamish. I'm like, dude, like that's a friend that you could have. Like, don't, <laughs> don't act like such a dick. Like, right. That's that could that could be your friend after this competition, but you're acting like such an asshole. Like it's is it worth it? Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I'm 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 with you there. Like that that kind of drama is is not as interesting. But I I guess you're right. Like like it's not that I don't dislike the edge, but like sometimes it can be a little too vanilla if there's no, no edge at all. But uh, but sometimes like I I just enjoy watching the craftsmanship of it. Like it is just yeah. seeing someone make something interesting is is, is fun. Um. So I, there's there's like a list of shows that I, I want to watch, like reality stuff like that or like cooking shows or whatever. Like th- those can be th- like those are are, are kind of fun for me to, to, to get it. Like that's like the perfect bo- like background watch, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's such a casual watch. Yeah. So I can get like high as a kite and watch it and still be able to keep up. Like I only have to be able to really pay attention at the very end of the episode when they're when they're doing the final critiques. Everything else up into there is like you can just kind of drift in and out of. It's not that big a deal. Yeah. Which I really like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, you also. A- uh, sorry, go ahead. What about you? What, what was what, how have you been? Good, good. Uh, not not a whole lot uh, has, has gone on. I, I didn't get a chance to finish it yet, but I did start um, the uh, being the Ricardos, the uh, the new movie about Lucy and Ricky um, on Amazon Prime. Uh, oh, is that where that's at? Okay, yeah, I need to check that out. Yeah, it's written and directed by Aaron Sorkin. So if you like that, you know, fast paced dialogue that's going back and forth, uh, it, it's it's pretty good. Like I, I the, the only reason like. Actually, I, I was I was awake during it, and and my mom was asleep, so so we didn't we didn't continue the movie. I figured we'll we'll start it again and and go again. But um, but it was I was really enjoying it. Um, it's uh, it's interesting because they also because some of the the people who are like it, it kind of covers a, like one specific week of production of a particular episode when Lucy was. Uh, uh, Lucille Ball was accused of being a communist, so like all the drama and fallout from that too. So it's not just like the the like just the the tempestuous relationship that they had, but all of that on the background of this like really like crazy event in their life. So it's it's really it, it's really interesting. I'm I'm liking it, but I have to say, uh, I I can't not see Nicole Kidman in the role. Ah. I like yeah. I she and they've done a really good job makeup the look everything that they've done to really make her look like Lucille Ball and the voice she has down so well. She really really, really has it down well. Uh but I I still am just seeing Nicole Kidman doing a Lucy impression <laughs> at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, that makes total sense. Like, Nicole Kidman is is she's so iconic in the way she looks and, right? and behave and moves and stuff like that. Uh, she's not my favorite actress by a long shot. Same here. But she, she's and, and, so recognizable though. Well, and and I think the part probably the problem I have is that I've like I've like because like 
Lucille Ball to me is such an interesting person anyway, especially with their yeah. influence on TV beyond I Love Lucy and all of that. So, mm-hmm. but uh, but I always thought Gillian Jacobs from Community would be a great Lucille Ball. Like I think she has mm-hmm. like the dramatic ability and and the 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 comedic ability too to do it. Like I don't like when when I see Nicole Kidman doing some of the comedy, it just doesn't like feel. Right, comedy is not her strong point. Like I've, like even uh, one of my favorite movies that she's in is uh, Moulin Rouge, and right. she has a couple. She has a couple comedic moments in that movie that just fall really flat. For Exa- me. Yeah, like, I can see that. I think I remember some of that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, and her I can't think of her... anything, and I can't think of anything where she's been funny. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I, I can't either. Uh, I was about to say Cold Mountain. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I don't. I don't. I can't think of any. Like, I mean, she she's all she's all drama. So Javier Bardem yeah. is also really good too. It's. I mean, he doesn't look anything like Desi Arnaz, but the, again, they got the they got the voice down pretty good, and uh, his singing ability definitely is on point. Like, uh, cause nice. I remember there was a, a long time ago seeing like a TV movie about like a, 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 a Lucille Ball, uh, biopic and like the actress looked good enough, you know? And, um, and, and the guy they had play Ricky, he could sing. Okay. But like, he definitely did not like, you could feel like it was like, Oh, this is a weak, this is a pretty weak impression of, yeah. uh, of him. Uh, but like. But like Javier Bardem, like just lays into the music pretty well, in my opinion. So uh, nice, yeah. So I, I, I'm looking forward to finishing it. Uh, but <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 it looks really good. So so I'm I'm excited about finishing that up. Uh, you know, it's been nice seeing something that's a, a little bit different. That's not a that's not a Christmas movie. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I did get to see some of my favorite Christmas movies this year. I did get to watch uh, Muppet Christmas Carol, and it's a wonderful. We life. did too. Yeah, we watched Muppet Christmas Carol with the kids and uh, loved it. It was such a fun movie. Yeah, that's one of that's the the best Christmas Carol movie out there, and there are lots of it is lots of variations. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then of course it's a wonderful life. Uh, I also really enjoy that's still an all time favorite for me. But uh You know, I don't think I've ever actually seen that movie. Yeah. I not not in its entirety. Yeah. It's charming. I yeah, I, I love it. It's it's a it's heartwarming. So you might that might not be right for you, you know, cuz it might Right. You know, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't feel it doesn't feel on brand for me. <laughs> right. Um <laughs> uh, but I mean, it's it's definitely one of my favorite Jimmy Stewart uh, moments. So, uh, but yeah. So, but you know, we also both got a chance to watch uh, Matrix Resurrections, and I know we have two different opinions on this. I'm I'm interested to dive a little deeper in in, in your thoughts on the movie. Um, I thought it was okay. Yeah. I thought it. I thought um, it's a reboot, right? So I, I kind of have sort of the same feelings with it that I do with, um, um, oh, what was the the Star Wars reboot? Yeah, uh, I, it's completely missing it. Uh, not the Last Jedi. Uh, Force Awakens. Before that, Force Awakens. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know, I'm kind of feel the same way. Where it was thematically basically the same movie as the first Matrix. The only real big twist was that Trinity was the was the savior instead of Neo? Well, I didn't think um, it was instead of it's the two of them together are Yeah. Yeah, yeah but yeah. <laughs> but without Trinity nothing was going to happen. Right? Like at the, like that the whole the whole 
conceit is like you know, without Trinity, Neo is just gonna like lay down his life and and just give up, right? Well, so, but like, out of, everything out of choice because but he still had his uh, everything some hinged. of his abilities. Some of his abilities, but yeah. he didn't. Ha- he wasn't as powerful yeah. as he was before. It really all it all hinged on Trinity, like making her making her awaken. Whereas right. the first time Trinity was trying to awaken Neo, this time he's trying to awaken her. Right, which I guess I liked that reversal of that. You know, I yeah, guess, it was fine. Yeah, I I don't love the movie. I think it's fine. I really enjoyed the meta. The sort of the meta nature of it, especially in the first half of the movie, like their like their commentary, like when they were in like those pitch meetings, you know, like all the all the kind of stuff that they were throwing around, like what is the Matrix about? I thought was really yeah. cool because it was really interesting seeing so many people like talk about the Matrix and and all the different ways people have analyzed it over the years, you know, yeah. like and and some of it like very pretentious. And some of it very, like, really base and, like, it's just about bullet time, you know? And it's just, you know, all like, it, it was it was just it's just that whole gamut of, like, th- I thought it was a cool testament to, like, something I, I, I mean, we talked about with Star Wars, I think, in the last episode as well. Like, I find there's a lot of different reasons something people come to this, to, to, to Star Wars. And there's a, right. there's a number of different reasons people come to The Matrix, too. That's what may, made it, may, has made it such an enduring movie you know i i i I never i I didn't i liked reloaded i know a lot of people were very disappointed with reloaded i was never crazy i didn't like revolutions as much um so for me i felt like resurrections was a better version of revolutions yeah if that made sense like i felt it was a cleaner end to the story so i actually you know it's funny is i didn't actually kind of think of it as a reboot although it, it there's definitely that ability for it to be a reboot, but I almost felt it was more like, hey, like this felt like a cleaner finish to the series than, than Revolutions because I did not, I really did not like Revolutions, uh, and and I will say Jada Pinkett Smith really stood out in this movie, and I could, I, I was laughing most at that makeup job most of the time. To be perfectly, she honest. was horrible. Yeah, that was horrible. I mean, she was, was doing so like bad. old woman, like crouched, like yeah. it was very like, all right, let's. You don't need to do that. A little slapsticky. Yeah. It was a little slapsticky. Yeah, she worked a little too hard for that role. Yeah. Yeah, I I didn't love it. I didn't love Morpheus. Oh yeah. Um I the actor's fine. The actor's fine. I, yeah. I, I I don't know. I the idea of him like being a a robot that the, you know was, was kind of cool. I don't know. It just I don't know. There there's just things to there's so, there was something magical. There was something really magical about the original Matrix, right? For sure. Like we had never seen anything like it before. Um, the story was really fresh. The world was really fresh and new and exciting. And I think the more we keep going back to that world, the less exciting it becomes. Yeah, like, I there, can see that. There, it really didn't. It didn't really bring anything new to the table other than meta commentary about yeah. itself. I, I'll agree with you there. This is. I will, and I, you know what's funny is, and maybe it's just they need to do, like, if they want to revisit the Matrix, maybe they need to revisit it with other characters. Um, But, because, like, technically the world of the Matrix can be more expansive, but at the same time, it's not like Star Wars or Marvel where, like, it it, it doesn't really have the, so far it hasn't exercised the ability to really stretch in terms of genre. Like, it's still kind of it's still got to stay within that same genre. It'd be interesting if somehow they could expand it in terms of genre, like, like what star Wars 
has done at moments, not all the time. You know, a lot of it stayed in that, in that you know space opera zone, but it definitely has has exercised moments in and out of it. Uh, and obviously, you know, with comics, you know, like it's it's all over the place. So maybe- I'd like to see I'd like to see the Matrix do more stories like Westworld. Uh, you know, it's funny. I was just thinking about Westworld with that. So, the, yeah. like, that just felt if it, like the... If it became, yeah, if it became more of Westworld and, like, you had different Matrixes yeah. where Neo wasn't in every Matrix, then, yes, you could... you Or even if there was a, a Neo character in every Matrix uh, because it's necessary or whatever, um, just have different Matrixes that, that are interesting. Now that you've, you've established, like, that there's been splits in the machine's... Um, um, within within the machine universe, like they they've started warring against each other. Right. What if they started developing different matrices, you know, based upon their needs or whatever? And then you, now you can do some more interesting things. You can do matrix in in a, as a western or as a a noir film or as a, you know whatever, and just create these universes for people to play in and live in and be you know and, and be part of. Um, like that that I think would would bring some 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 much needed freshness to yeah. to the matrix like I can see that yeah. the the whole like goth SNM cyberpunk thing yeah, like thing. yeah it just doesn't play well in twenty twenty two like it yeah. just I don't know it, it everything just felt like oh I've it. already seen like even yeah. even bullet time like it was bullet time it was like oh but it's just reverse bullet time like I've already <laughs> right. there's nothing new. okay I I get it like you know you're trying to do something new but you're also handcuffed by what you've already accomplished, which was so great, right? Like, it's such a high bar to, to have to move and jump over. But I don't know. It it was okay. It was okay. I, I, I liked the movie. I wasn't mad that I watched it. Yeah. Um, it sounded like you really I, hated it at first. <laughs> no, I didn't yeah. hate it at first. I, I just it, – it didn't grab me, though. Like, I, I yeah. was – I wasn't – I can't say I was disappointed, but because I kind of figured – you know, after revolution, I wasn't going to set the bar that high. You, you can't do yeah. this to me again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so I, I came in like with one eye, like giving it the side eye. Just yeah. Like, I don't know about you. Yeah, I went uh, in with a bar it, very, it, it very ple- low. It, so maybe that's why I'm a little bit more me. positive. Yeah, it pleased me. I, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, but I, it didn't break any new ground for me at all. It didn't make me want to go back to the Matrix again. The- I, I just want to pause for a second because the way you said it pleased me, like I just feel like you need to be lounged like with someone feeding you grapes and someone fanning you. Like that just feels <laughs> like such a that it feels like such a pharaoh me. thing to say. <laughs> Send him to the death camps. It did not please me. <laughs> um, uh, 2022 is going to be great if that's how it's going to be. Right? <laughs> Oh, man. Um, so uh, another thing sort of like within nerd fandom that I came across, um, I, w- I was browsing through and I, I think I, I came I was scrolling past one of these, like one of the Lord of the Rings memes or, or whatever thing came past me. And, and it, w- it was it was just like it wasn't really a meme so much as it was just sort of like a picture of a lot of different characters. And they kind of divided it in terms of like good and evil and like Gollum was on the far left with the, with a, a lot of the bad characters and, and such. And, uh, what was really interesting is a, a com- I noticed a comment, uh, there that just caught my attention. And 
there there was like so, someone was saying, well, I don't know if I'd put him like so far on that that scale of evil, which was like one they assumed that it was like there was a scale of evil on this on this picture, which it wasn't. It was just some art that someone put up there. But it was it there was this whole discussion that got created down there about uh Gollum and the nature of of the character and there was all this stuff and it, it, it actually kind of got under my skin a little bit because there was all this stuff about how Gollum is a tool to help destroy the ring. And I know functionally for the plot he is, but yeah. there, there was all this stuff about how he's basically a coked out druggie. He doesn't deserve redemption. You know, there was all this like, <laughs> it, like he, like he, he's literally like he, you know, you know, he killed Deagle and he became, you know, mm-hmm. like he lost who he, who he was as, as Smeagol and all of this kind of stuff and uh, and all this kind of stuff that he did, like who who he tried to kill, how he like you know lied and and screwed over Sam, and all, you know, all these other stuff, like all all these things, and I was like, I think everyone's missed the point of of Gollum in in the story you know like the the whole point is is about mercy and sort of pity and yes he doesn't get redemption at the end but Bilbo and Frodo both offer it to him and that's something that almost nobody else decides to see you know in in, in this character that there is something that could be redeemed I thought it was so funny that that was like like people's reaction to him but I was like like I, I don't know. Am I am, am I am I am I too idealistic on this one? <laughs> I I don't. Yeah, because I don't I don't I don't see him as redeemable. Yeah. Um, I see him as as a device to show to to, to juxtapose um, Bilbo and um, Frodo mm-hmm. to be you know of being able to you know carry the ring like right. he wasn't strong enough like this is what the ring does to you right and it happens and to both Bilbo ri- and Frodo to a much yeah, lesser it, extent it, yeah yeah it's a it, he's a he's a warning system he's a he's the canary in the coal mine yeah for what is going to happen to those guys if they hold on to the ring too long yeah right and and that that's how I've always interpreted him I've never like I never I never I never really thought about it yeah um, to be honest with you of like gee I wonder if if you know he should he's redeemable or not yeah I, I don't think I don't you know just from a plot device I don't th- I don't think he's redeemable yeah well you know what I Peter Jackson's movie version he is but not I don't think I don't I, you know I don't think Tolkien does that with them because Jackson does have the moment where like he is like he is becoming more Smeagol in the two towers. Yeah. But then like with the whole thing with Faramir, he feels betrayed and he, tur- he turns on the hobbits then and then plots against them. So, so in Jackson's version, for sure, there is something pot- potentially to redeem there. Um, right. So, but, but if we're just, I, but, I think it is, but if we're going, right. you know, with the original, yeah, the original. Right. I think you, and, yeah. And Tolkien. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't huh. think he's redeemable. That's interesting. I don't see him that way. That's really interesting. But but he is still the object of of mercy and and pity that and it's that that act of mercy that does help them destroy the ring at the very least. Like yeah. it does like it, it sparing his life is still something that God, it just feels like such a weird utilitarian way to just say, like, well, they they had mercy on him, and that he he was the one who destroyed the ring because he wasn't redeemable. It's like that's a weird thing to say. Like, you know, you, you, I like I want to be able to like, like not not that obviously like he still makes the choice to to 
to lose himself in in in, in this in this you know in, in in the the lust for the ring essentially but uh I, I I do think like there's still like supposed to be something of like you could st- there's still something to to reach out and hopefully try to redeem. There's still yeah there's that's still a that, point. yeah but that that's showing that's showing what good like that's showing what good does right. Yeah. But but good offering that that redemption opportunity to him he doesn't take it. Yeah, like he's not because re- he's not redeemable, right? right? At the end of the day, he's just not redeemable. He, you know, he knows himself. He knows what the power of that ring has over him, yeah. and what he's done. And it's just not an option for him. So, you know, that's why he dies the way he dies. He dies in service to the ring. Right. He doesn't die trying to destroy the ring. He dies trying to have it as his own once again. Right. Like exactly. his final act is not a redemptive act. He's because he's a, he's an unredeemable character for sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah, I just so thought, the it, only... I thought it was a very interesting, you know, thought on it. Like, it, it's it just seems to me to to miss the point of like, there's there's a there's an ultimately a tragedy and a sadness to him as opposed to mm-hmm. a villainy. I think is sort of my thought on it. He's sympathetic. He has yeah, there, especially with Jackson, he's much more sympathetic with yeah. Jackson yeah. than he is in in the original work. I think. Um, and, and Jackson does a great job of making him a little more sympathetic so that you do, you know, you know, when, when he's having those dialogues with himself and, and, you know, deciding whether or not to kill the hobbits and, or, or to, to you know, to, to work with them and stuff like that, like that's just comp- really compelling dialogue and film work and storytelling. Right. Um, but I, you know, and, and it, it may, it made for a better movie, but I don't think that that was the point of the of the story. Sure. I don't think that that was ever really part of the story. I yeah. think that that was sort of added in by Jackson. Right. And I'm a little bit of a I'm a little bit of a purist, purist about here. this. <laughs> <laughs> it does not please me when the when the man decides to add story to the books. <laughs> well, especially since he took out Tom Bombadil. So right, yeah. yeah. If you're yeah, if you're gonna put yeah, yeah, why couldn't you put Tom Bombadil in instead of giving Smeagol more lines? Like I didn't need that. I needed Tom Bombadil. Damn it! All right, all if you're right. gonna change things around. Like just have Superman come in and wreck it. All right, let, let's calm down. <laughs> let's calm down there. I I still wanted. I would still have preferred that they split uh, Return of the King into two movies rather than uh, make it one. I, I think I think they could have uh, stretched it out into four total movies. <laughs> they did. That movie's like six hours long with the director's cut. That thing is so long. It basically is, but the, structurally it isn't. They still could have. I think. I, I think they could have. Uh, like I, I, I like. I like how they they structure fellowship. I like how they structure uh, two towers with, with Helm's Deep at the end. But I, I really thought they should have ended, like Return of the King Part One should have ended with Minas Tirith. Um, and uh and frodo captured by shelob and uh and you have return of the king part 2 would be would have would have built up to the battle at the black gate and uh and uh you know uh, the destruction of the ring and then the the 75 different endings after that so <laughs> they could have made a movie just out of those endings right <laughs> uh <laughs> and as much as i love it uh like obviously i i i wouldn't recommend doing the scouring of the shire as much as i love that part of the the story i just don't think it works in the movie yeah it yeah it, it's a little odd it's anticlimactic yeah yeah doesn't really need to be there yeah 
I, other than like other than it's you know part of the story, right? It, it doesn't doesn't help with the the flow of that film. Yeah, I don't know if it's even something that would work in like a TV version of the of of the the like a TV adaptation. Like it's still yeah. Like your main action has already happened at that point. So, uh, I in animation though, I don't know if that might that might work if you'd have more patience to 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 deal with that. I think it depends. Like it. We didn't spend enough time in the Shire to really give a shit about it. Yeah. To to know anybody there in, in the movies. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you didn't really, like, I didn't really care about about the people who lived in the Shire. I only cared about Bilbo, Frodo, and, and, and the other hobbits that, that we the know. The named hobbits, go, that yeah. Go, that, yeah. The leading hobbits. Outside of those hobbits, like, we don't really know yeah. or feel anything for, for any of the other hobbits. Yeah, so. but I also like that it's it's... Like it, I guess thematically, the idea of like that war reaching home, um, yeah, and then like also like it's the hobbits uh, taking everything they've learned along the way and standing up uh, up on their own without any of the without any elves or men or wizards or anybody else to help them. Like they they do it on their own. So uh, right, yeah. which which is always like I always took that as like a major theme from from. The Lord of the Rings, which is like the hobbits are like really like the ulti- the the ultimate race because you know they're so hardy, but yet are so peaceful <laughs> and 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 loving. Like, but they're the only ones who they're the only ones who could who could hold the ring. Like, right? Men failed, dwarves failed, elves failed. It was only because of the hobbit hobbits and their culture and who they were as people yeah. that they were able to actually like defeat Sauron because because of what. Um, the purity the of do. their their spirit, sort of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. Like, and that's one of the re- that's one of the reasons why Gandalf like hides it there. Yeah, he's like that. They're they're so pure. Like, they're not gonna mess with this. Right. They're not gonna. It's not gonna be a problem here. We can hide it here and not worry about you know dwarves, humans, or elves getting greedy about it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. God, I I, I gotta re- I want to rewatch those soon. I haven't watched those in a long time. Yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, well, I don't need to rewatch the movies. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm too old in life to rewatch those movies. It well, might be the last movie I watch. <laughs> that's fair. And there are so many movies I've never watched that that's that's what always happens. Like I want to watch those, but it's like, wait, there's so many movies I haven't seen yet that I should they keep see. making new ones. Right, they keep the making problem. new ones and then old ones movies. I've never seen, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to go back and watch, rewatch this 9-hour marathon. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorites, man. It's still one of my favorites. It, it's fantastic filmmaking. It really is. Yeah. I, I I enjoy those movies immensely. Yep. Um Two Towers especially, but Yeah. Um Yeah, that's my favorite one of the trilogy. Oh, really? That's yeah. funny. That's the one yeah. that I feel is the most like structurally Rough, but I, I love it. But Fellowship is my favorite, actually. I love the battle for Minas Tirith. Like it is Helm's so, Deep, yeah, so tense. Oh, yeah, Helm's Deep. Yeah. Yes, it is so so tense. It is. I I love that. Yeah, I love it. Helm's Deep. It is amazing. It is ab- It is the best battle in the movies. To be perfectly honest. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, uh, so uh, what what do you ha- what's coming out that that we're excited about? Is there anything coming out up, uh, coming out soon that that we should care about? Uh, Morbius at the end of this month. It's in March. Oh, is that the end of this month? I thought yeah. it was March. No, it's it's uh, no. Uh, Batman is March. Uh, Batman's March, right? Yeah. 
there's are you, are we gonna go? Are we actually gonna pay money to go see Batman? Uh, I don't. It's gonna be out on HBO Max forty five days later. I'm I'm still right? debating that one. Uh, Morbius probably not. I can wait till that's on. I feel like waiting on Morbius as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I still got to see Venom too. Like I still, and I want to yeah. see it. It's not like I I don't want to see it, I, but. I'm in no real interest to go like to a theater to see it. Batman, I'm still debating uh, because I'm saying no on Batman. I, I'm right now. I'm leaning that way too. Um, the trailers haven't given me anything to make me feel like this is going to be any different telling of a Batman story than we've already gotten. Yeah, yeah, I know, but it it also, God, yeah. <laughs> we'll see. I, I don't know. That's a hard one for I, I me. Just, yeah, because I just I've don't see. I, such I, a bat fan. I've always been such a. Bat I like, fan. but it, it's sure, definitely there's way nothing recently. wrong with Batman. But it's the same Batman movie every damn time. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it doesn't even matter who the villains are at this point. Like it's just you know it's angry Batman beating people up and there's. Too many characters crammed into one movie. Yeah, I mean, it, it really you know. looks... It, it just looks a lot like more Nolan at the end of the day. It, it just really looks like a continuation of... Like, just spiritually a, a continuation of the Nolan style and tone. Yeah. And I just... I'm, I'm kind of over that. It's just... Because you got, you got what? You got, you got Catwoman in this. You got Riddler in this. And Penguin. And you've got Peng- and Penguin yeah. in this. yeah. Like, come on, man. Like, right out of the gate? Like, you're going to blow three of your villains right out of the gate? Yeah, well, I'm... You're trying, I, yeah, trying I mean, to Catwoman's reboot this Catwoman's more thing? anti-hero, but yeah. But still, like, she doesn't have to be. She can still be... Start out as a villain. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll... She didn't always work with Batman. I'll be a little... I, I'm, not as, I'm not as worried about the, the cramming the villains in as much, considering, like, what... Uh, like Marvel has been able to do with 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 some of this stuff, like they've been able to like they've jammed some characters into some of these movies, and they've they've figured out balance pretty well. So like, I don't I think we're kind of past that point of like where we're like we don't I'm not, yes you can still jam too much and lose sight of like a simple story, but I'm not too worried about that with Matt Reeves. Like he did handle the the Planet of the Apes movies pretty well. So like. So so I'll give him that, but I'm just totally is just the thing that I, I, I don't. It's the same. Yeah, that's that's the thing that's turning me off with this movie is is more tone than any like than any issues with like which characters they're pulling in and, and stuff, you know, like I like I think Pattinson looks fine as Batman. Like I, I'm not one of these people that yeah. thinks he, he looks like, a you know, uh, a bad choice or anything like that. Like everyone that they've casted is it seems interesting seems great except for Mm -hmm. i don't understand why you cast colin farrell and throw that much makeup on him like it because when was the last time anybody saw colin farrell (laughs) well right but but it also seems like how much acting is coming actually coming through all that makeup at that point you know quite a bit i imagine you think so i don't know it didn't look like yeah i guess it just feels like we'll see it's so much of a fat see how big of a role he really has yeah yeah, we'll see. If it's just, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what what it is. I, I, I it's not that I don't want to see this movie. I do want to see this movie. Right. I don't want to come off as like negative Nancy about this movie. But do I need but to what see I it in do, the theater? I, 
do I need to yeah do I need to pay twenty bucks and put on a mask and head out to the theaters, you know, especially with the virus kicking up <laughs> in in our our local area, it's gotten really bad. I, do I really want to go see Batman? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I think I'll, I think I'm probably going to end up passing on this one too. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, unless yeah. unless something unless like some new trailers come out between now and then that really like blow my mind and make me go, oh yeah, I got to see this in a theater. Right. I, I don't I don't see it. Happening. Like I'll to be perfectly honest, I'll be fine with this movie getting spoiled before I see it. Um. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, which is again very weird space for me to be in. So, <laughs> yeah, times have changed. Right, times have definitely changed. <laughs> <laughs> so, have you had the experience like when when someone asks you for a movie recommendation? I feel like to me that's almost like a sacred duty that's been placed on me. Like, <laughs> like for me, it's like, oh my god, I've got to really step up in this moment, uh, and because re- like I really want to make like because I put some thought into like if they ask me for a recommendation, I'm not just making a recommendation based on what they're asking about, but it's also tailored to who that person is, right? Uh, okay. Have Have you like Have you ever had that <laughs> happen with you? You and here's where you and I are different. <laughs> like you care, you actually honestly give a shit about what other people think. <laughs> kind yes, but I don't necessarily change the way I like. I I don't necessarily like make decisions, my own decisions based on that though. I will say that no, yeah. but you 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 no, but you are you're much more conscientious about like oh, is somebody else going to like what I have to say or or you know are they going to enjoy my recommendation? I go, this is what I like, this is what I think. Okay. Bang! I don't really give a fuck if you like it. <laughs> okay, it doesn't matter enough. to me. <laughs> well, so so uh, so I had someone ask uh, like they so they were looking specifically for something that wasn't too. This was like on New Year's Eve. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> they were asking specifically for something that's not too heavy, with some comedy, uh-huh. but maybe action, mystery. You know, any recommendations, right? So I see like Archer. What? Archer. Well, so okay. So the thing is with this this particular couple is not into stuff that's like particularly vulgar. So that cuts out a lot of action comedy. Like one of my, my one of my absolute favorites is Shane Black's The Nice Guys. That's definitely not yeah. an option for them, you know. <laughs> like okay. any Shane Black is definitely not an option. Like the lethal weapons okay. are would probably be borderline for them. Like might work for them, but isn't like like Rush Hour is safe for for these the, you know the, for these guys, but not like you know, so PG thirteen. Yeah, it's got to be PG thirteen. Yeah, yeah. R might be R R maybe, but you know, it depends on the R. A light R. Yeah, exactly. A real light R. So the first thing I do is like, all right. So first, I know like they do tend to like kids movies and stuff like that. So I throw out Spider Man into the Spider Verse. I threw out uh, Mitchell's versus the Machines. Um, uh, did you see Mitchell's versus the Machines? No. Oh, that's really good. I think you'd like that. Uh, I threw out the uh, the Rush Hour movies, Shanghai Noon. Uh, I threw out Shang-Chi. I threw out Red. Uh, I threw out the other guys, but I'm pretty sure they've probably already seen it at this point. I threw out Shazam, and I threw out 21 and 22 Jump Street. I threw out all okay. those recommendations. I took that time to like come up with like re- you know good recommendations, knowing what they, what they like and everything. They decided to watch A Time to Kill at that point. A Time to Kill? Yeah, you know, like the you know, you know the movie where uh, uh, 
Matthew McConaughey is like a civil rights lawyer and is defending Samuel L. Jackson from uh, like 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 I think. Oh God, the John Grisham film. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. So I just felt like. Why did I even take the time to give them recommendations? <laughs> this is why I don't care, Eddie. This is why this is why apathy really is the superior <laughs> lifestyle of choice. Like a time to kill. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Well, you, which, I guess you had an hour and a half seen. to kill. They had already seen it. They've like... already seen it. So they okay. So they're going. Let's let's watch a movie that's what twenty years old, right? I, I, uh, that we've seen already. I just thought it was funny after all that, like, you know. You gave some decent recommendations. Right. Right. You know, I mean, because uh, I couldn't get too far into, like, into our territory with, with what I had. So, like, you're kind of limited to, like, when you were, if you're asking for action comedy, you kind of are limited to superhero movies at this point. How do you, there's not, there's neither action nor comedy in A Time to Kill. N- not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. Like, that's. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, all right, there's two things going on here, right? Like, there is the absolute just, like, waste of your time talking to these people <laughs> right? about about these movies. Yeah. Right? Because, like, 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 you pitched all these movies. But then there's also sort of, like, the absolute failure on your part to sell them on any of those movies. Right? Exactly. I was like. That, where they go. Ah, fuck it. We'll, we'll just watch it. Yeah, none kill. of those like, seem interesting <laughs> to me. I was like, oh, come on. Like, I thought that's a, like, it's not necessarily like, again, like a lot of the best action comedies are taken off the list because, you know, they're not going to watch anything, you know, like, like the nice guys. Uh, like, well, this is really what, this is really what, like, I would love to have a replay of this to see, like, where was the breakdown? Was it, was it in your pitch for these movies? Were you not like. Did you not hype them properly or, or set the table properly for like what they would like the enjoyment they would get out of these movies since that's what they asked for? Or were these people just like, ah, you know, we're gonna say we want one thing, but we need something completely different. <laughs> right. Like we just wanna stay with what we got. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like that I really like that's where a reality T V show like situation would come in great where we could watch that and be like oh yeah like oh Addy's selling his ass off like he's yeah he's he's, he's putting his heart into, into these recommendations he's really thinking about it these are great matches but this idiot just isn't taking his recommendation yeah. when they're watching an old <laughs> movie okay yeah it usually like for other people that have asked for recommendations it usually goes pretty well and they like most of the time they like it you know uh but uh but yeah the, this one just yeah just didn't land it just did not land so I just it, it just felt that sucks. but it was it, it just I just thought it was hilarious just how far of a 180 it was. <laughs> it really <laughs> like it wasn't is. just like, like left turn, wasn't it? It was a straight up 180 to go for like, a time to kill. No comedy, no action. I mean, <laughs> we're going to a time. The only kill. way it could have been even further removed is if they went with Schindler's List. To be perfectly honest, <laughs> which like I mean that, and honestly, that's what makes me think like, what did Addy do wrong? Like, <laughs> how do you go from like I want to see an action comedy to I all right, you know what, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna watch A Time to Kill, <laughs> right? <laughs> then we're gonna follow it up with the Pelican Brief. Yeah, like I <laughs> I didn't recommend Free Guy because they're not really into video games, you know. I didn't see Free Guy. I need to yeah, see it's that. It's fun. It's fun. It's it's a lot of fun. Uh, I didn't recommend Hit, yeah. Hitman's uh, uh, the Hitman's Bodyguard because again that was still a little too yeah. close in territory. To, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Um, uh, fun movie, though. Yeah. God, that's a fun movie. Right. I still got to see the second one. Red was a great choice. I love Eddie. Red. Like, that's such a, Red that's should, such I thought a was the movie. best option in that entire group because I'm pretty sure they haven't seen Red. Uh, so I watched it again the other day. It was on TV and I, or, or on streaming somewhere, and I watched it's it. It's so, so fun, right? So much fun. It's such a good movie. Helen Mirren is amazing in that film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she is. I mean, all of them are great. Uh, Malkovich yeah. is fantastic. Oh, always. <laughs> yeah. Such such a good movie. Yeah. But, yeah, I thought that you, was such a weird... <laughs> such a weird... Yeah, I worry. I worry. Like, I, did you lose your touch? Like, is that... Yeah. I hope this... T- you got, Now, what you got to do is you got to put yourself in a situation, like, over and over again this year, <laughs> where, like, you're giving movie recommendations to see whether or not, like, it's you. Right. <laughs> yeah. We got we to gotta know whether or not it's you and how you're pitching well, these movies. I, I'm pretty sure if I told you who the people asked me... Like you, you'll immediately say it's them and not me. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not gonna. I'm just not gonna throw out their name right now. <laughs> we'll we'll talk afterwards. Yeah, exactly. We'll talk afterwards. <laughs> I'm sure they're lovely people. Yeah, they're wonderful people. But yeah, uh, but yeah. So uh, yeah. So so uh, on that note, I feel I feel uh, I feel pretty good for this week. All right, cool. Yeah. All right, well, let's wrap it up for uh, for our first show of the year. Uh, do you have anything that uh, you want to talk, you know, talk about? Uh, no, not so? this week. Not not gonna do it this week. So just uh, yeah, every, everyone's already spent so much money on Christmas. Uh, don't spend money on on me right now. So <laughs> if, oh, yeah. definitely spend money on me. <laughs> 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 you gluttons! You you just spent all that money on Christmas. You can afford to spend a little bit on us. <laughs> All right, well, in that case, uh, you can see my links on at wearebaddy.com. You can get all sorts of vitamins, energy drinks, uh, stuff to help you out. In fact, you can message me and get recommendations from me. You've even got my top picks right there if you click on the link uh, for my favorite uh, products there. So you can check that out, wearebaddy.com, Ben. Uh, same thing for me, wearebaddy.com. Come check out all my stuff. It's on the right-hand side of the page. Addies is on the left-hand side of the page. Real easy to find and real easy to use. And uh, until next week, we are baddie. We are one.